Hey everybody, welcome to episode 35 of Let's Unpack That, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, we are a media and... I think it's 30. Uh, yeah, 35. Um, we are a media and literary analysis podcast, currently talking about Berserk, and not a dumbass wizard game that um, you can definitely just not buy. So, <laughs> welcome welcome back to our, our podcast. We're very happy to be back. This is all about Berserk this time. We do have a Chainsaw Man episode coming later that we're going to reformat a little bit just because um you'll see why when you listen to it nothing nothing against chainsaw man we have things we like about it but it's just not as lengthy as berserk so um just wanted to get that out of the way early but yeah welcome to a new episode we're we're, we're back with more um shit talking more uh stuff about nintendo because they had a direct recently so we're going to talk plenty about that and um probably one of the most intense episodes we've had in the past like 10 episodes <laughs> so um Thanks, thanks, Mira, and we're all going to get introduced to Wild today, so that should be um, fun for everyone involved. We had totally haven't been dreading this for like two weeks, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been putting this like to the back of my mind for like ever now. No, no, not at all, not at all. <sighs> um, so, so I did, I, well, we talked about it a little bit before. We were actually texting each other during the Nintendo Direct, but... Um, I I think Nintendo is doing some cool things, but I want to just get this off my chest. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't like the whole a bad emulation thing behind a, a, a paywall thing. I don't I'm not really digging it. Um, for people who don't know, Nintendo had a direct, what? which is like a little press conference they do to be like, hey, this is all the shit we got coming out. Um, they had cool stuff in there, but one of the things they did is say, hey, we have Game Boy games and GBA games on uh, the Switch now. Um, if you pay for online, and then you go and get the GBA games, you pay for the highest tier of online. It's like the N64 stuff. So, um, fun time. It's not like the GBA was my favorite handheld or anything. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not salty. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing or anything. God, I am so, like, see, like, it doesn't matter as much for me because, uh, my... <laughs> My brother-in-law hey, got, like, the subscription anyways. Hi, Zach. Love you. Um, but I'm just, like, I don't I don't want to do that. Like, out of principle, you know? Like, I have it now, so I'm going to do it. But, like, yeah. it's... I've already played it's Oracle just so Seasons. It's frustrating to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just really frustrating to me the way they did it. Also, if, like, you have... I think if you've listened to this before, I've talked about this before. I really love Minish Cap, and when I saw it was getting released on that stupid fucking emulator and that I'm not getting a remake, I was pissed. I was really oh, mad. Gosh. I'm not going to lie. Not that I think it needs, like, a full remake. I really just think it needs, like, a re-release. It's essentially fine as it is. Yeah. Um, you could I, release it for, like, 20, 30 bucks, and I'd buy it, but... Put it on the store. Like, just, or, or do, like, a Link's Awakening type of remake, yeah. right? Where it's the exact same game, just it looks better. But, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. like, I don't know. That, that, that whole thing. would have been cute. But also, I just... I don't know. I When we got to that part of the direct, I was like, of course I fucking put my favorite, like, Zelda game that, like, gets neglected on the fucking emulator behind, like, a bigger paywall. Of course they did that. Why would you do Why would of I course. expect otherwise from Nintendo? And it's funny, because I don't know if you should be more mad yeah. at Nintendo or Capcom, because I know that that's, like, Capcom made mm, that one, point. which is so funny, because, of course, Capcom made it. They're amazing. But I, of course they make it. I think that that's 
And that's kind of fucked up because people have been asking for a Minish Cap re-release or remake since like the 3DS and shit. Like they're like, yeah, no, it's about time. Just give it back to yeah. us, right? So that know, one, yeah. <laughs> um, another one, another theory that people had is that F Zero is coming back for this direct. Like people were like, yeah, they'll re-release F Zero game or something, right? Uh, yeah, y'all got the G- the GBA version is available now on the online service, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's what is kind of funny about the online service is like. Nintendo doing this thing where they're like putting all these IPs they haven't touched in a while and they're putting the old versions on there. Like mm-hmm. Wario Land is a very like niche but like very popular like Nintendo series. It's not Wario it's not like the WarioWare games. It's like an actual adventure game. It's like kind of like a Metroidvania honestly. Yeah. The, the third one is. And people have been begging for that to come back and they're like, "Oh no, here it is. We we gave you a the, the emulated version." Um and but but then alongside all this shit, they also did cool stuff like there's an entire yeah. like sneak like sneakily just randomly dropped release of Metroid Prime that all the graphics are redone and there it has all the control mm-hmm. schemes from the Wii and it has all the features packed in and shit. Like it's random. Like they redid everything. And they're re-releasing Ghost Trick, mm-hmm. which I know that Cal is extremely they're excited about. Ghost it. Trick. It, yes. I did not remember the rest of the direct because yeah. I noticed that and I was like, <laughs> that's all I need to know. I don't give a shit, and I was talking about it with people after, and I was like, oh yeah, I was excited for all that stuff too, and like, but like, mm. they're re-releasing Ghost Trick, which I'm excited about, and I forgot they yeah. released it on iOS a while ago, mm, um, so I'm curious to see how they're <laughs> like, well, because I think if they're doing what they did with the Ace Attorney games, where they like, did it on iOS first, and then like, ported it over to other stuff, because mm-hmm. um, that's how it's on Steam, and that's how it's on, um, like uh the switch and everything so like i'm i feel like it'll run well because that port ran really well also it's a super fucking old game um i'm really curious to see how some of it works because so much of ghost trick was touch-based and it really played off of the dual screen thing um but uh the world ends with you is also kind of similar and they did a yeah. remake of that and it was really good so i'm kind of like okay like i i trust you guys for right now if you fuck it up i will be angry forever um yeah like hopefully I, it's it's good and this is kind of following that like that like model that some of these places have been doing because like it's funny because capcom's kind of known for doing like the capcom test but other com- companies do this all the yeah. time where they'll re-release something or like a stripped down version of something to gauge interest and then if people buy it or if they're interested in it, which is why you always see Metroid fans, as if the last couple of Metroid games haven't sold, like, fucking hotcakes, go, you need to buy this so they give us another one, is... Yeah. <laughs> they, they they do this all the time. They're, like, um, they're traumatized. Exactly, <laughs> they're right? So, no, and I, and I get it for Metroid fans, right? Um, they're they're mm-hmm. finally eating after the past couple of years, because Metroid they Dread came out. It. Primes came out. So they're, happy for them. They're probably going to remaster the other two as well if if this one sells well, which mm-hmm. it seems like it is. I pre-ordered the physical version, but um, I feel like they're probably both in the works, you know. Yeah. And like Zach was killing me because like he's like I'm going to buy the physical, and I was like okay. And then like a couple days ago, he's like I'm going to use my gift card to get the digital, and then I'm also going to get the physical. And I'm like, I how did I know he was going to do, do that? <laughs> he loves Metroid, so that yeah, makes because sense. Of Zach. <laughs> Yeah. Zach is, like, his all-time favorite series, other than, like... It's sick, dude. I don't know. Maybe Hollow Knight. But, like, yeah, it's, like, his super-duper yeah. favorite, so... No, I totally understand. And but, yeah, it... I hope Ghost Trick gets a sequel. That's what I'm hoping, is this remake sells well, they oh. see that, and then they use that to go, like, 
okay, we'll do. Let's do another one because I mean, uh, they re- they did release. They eventually I don't released know how that. They yeah, well, I, well, I don't know, and like I don't know, like about like if like a sequel would be possible. For I don't Ghost know Strike. if it would work plot wise, yeah. but if they did, like in a series, you know how like um, there's like the Ace Attorney series, and then there's like where with um. <laughs> phoenix and then there's like the apologist the series i think yeah. If, yeah yeah i think if they did it kind of separately like that it would work but i don't think you could use mm. the same characters is the thing no that but makes I also sense i haven't played it in like eight years so maybe i'm incorrect <laughs> yeah maybe no. longer than that. it's been a while okay um, okay well yeah. and ho- hopefully this is just turns to the akami effect and it just starts getting re-released on everything um yeah. for the next 10 years <laughs> Yes, no, yeah. it's deserved. People should play this game. This is why I wanted it to come out, because I want people to play this game. Because mm-hmm. whenever I talk about it, people are like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, yeah, you should play the emulation game, even though it's like DS emulators suck ass. No, they <laughs> suck. Yeah, like they all suck. the clicking. But like, I promise it's worth it. And people are like, OK. And then no one ever does it because emulation is kind of a pain in the butt sometimes, you know? Yeah, but emulation like, sucks. Yeah, sometimes. <sighs> Well, it's just, it's such a good game, <laughs> and I'm like, it's worth it, I promise. And that's why I'm conflicted about, like, Nintendo bringing some of these games back, right? Is because, I get it, it, it it's it's convenient. It's a lot more convenient to just mm-hmm. give Nintendo 20 bucks a year to get Game Boy games, or 50 bucks a year to get um, N64 and GBA games, right? Because, like, Metroid Fusion, I think, is one of the best Metroid games. It's one of the only ones I've actually finished. Um and it's on GBA now, like, on the GBA Switch thing. And it's such a good game. But I'm not going to lie, like, one of the things I don't like about the emulation on Switch is it's a little too faithful. Like, and that's cool if you're a person who likes to play, like, the original versions. But, like, I was playing, like, Super Mario Land or something on the GBA, on the Wait, regular game play. Oh, my God. Yo, like, and the clip wasn't even bad. But, like, there's some parts where if there's yeah. only, like, three enemies on the screen... It's like, oh, no, you are playing an original Game Boy. Congratulations. Like, it's like, (laughs) there's no, like... And that's why I think emulation on a computer is kind of cool, because you can, like, change the speed. You can, like, use the actual hardware on your computer to, like, make the game run better. So, which, like, I get it. There are purists who are like, if you don't have the screen lag from Mega Man, you're not actually playing it. I don't care. I like to enjoy the game when I'm playing it. So, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I like that emulation is, like that Nintendo's kind of releasing these games, but they had a much better model for it before, and it was the virtual console, where, you know, you could just fucking yeah. buy the game and play it on your Wii or Wii U or something. Like, people, you could just play, like... Like, so now, like, the fact that Nintendo Switch Online has replaced this is why I'm, like, so, like, salty about it. Is because, like, yeah, if I could have yeah. just bought Minish Cap for, like, five bucks and played it on my Switch because they had virtual console, that would have been perfect. That would have been better instead of, like... great. You know, yeah. oh, you got to pay 50 bucks a year. And if you stop paying for this, you can no longer play this is kind of like. That's what really pisses me off. I'm like, yeah. I mean, at least there's like good Game Boy Advance emulators, you know, because that one's a lot easier to do yeah. than the dual screen touch, blah, 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 you know, but like. Game Boy games are super easy to emulate. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just like, <laughs> in like, on principle, but also just like, I don't like the idea of like not owning something once I stop paying for a subscription service. That's why I've been beefing up my music library for a while. It's why I buy a lot of physical media and also consume a lot through like, you know, like scan websites and stuff because I like having access to it. I don't want to pay for a subscription with like Shonen Jump. Yeah. 
and then have that taken away from me like it is with like tv shows and stuff when you have streaming services and i would like yeah. to hear back on those too because netflix is doing some fucking shenanigans <laughs> oh no they back they backed out on it already which is my favorite thing they already um netflix was like we're, we're, we're taking away the password like thing like you can't share passwords you gotta go log in once a month and immediately within a week, yeah. they're like they folded. <laughs> they said, "Oh, that was an accident. That didn't mean to go out. Sorry, right. we're not doing it." Right. <laughs> I think they shared something with like oh, their gosh. Canada market, though, about like how they're choosing to like have you pay extra to have like extra computers on it or whatever, and trying to like pitch it differently. And that pisses me off too. It's I'm shitty. Like, no, that's not. That's not like why like. And this is what Sasha always says about books. Like, when people pirate books, they're either not going to actually buy the actual book or they're going to like it so much they recommend it to other people and go out and buy it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's one or the other. It's the same with Netflix. Like, yeah. people who don't have a Netflix password are not going to, like, go out and get their own Netflix account, you know? Like, you can't just cut that off. The reason people are leaving Netflix and they're losing money is because they're not prioritizing their shows, you know? They're not putting effort into them anymore. They're putting out all this crappy reality stuff that doesn't work. It's not even enjoyable garbage, and it's just bad. I've, and I've enjoyed, like, it's just... half of what they've put out, like, recently yeah. in the past year. The Circle is, is old hat. I don't know why they're still putting it out. Um, I... I've enjoyed... I, I only enjoyed... Uh, what was it? Dubai, Dubai Empire? I don't know. There's a few different Empire shows on Netflix that are all decent, but they only have eight episodes and they probably won't come back after more than two seasons. Like yeah. everything else on Netflix. Like their quality and content has gone through the shitter in the past few years. Five or six years, honestly. And like the fact that they're like, they thought that this would like help them at all when they were already losing subscribers mm-hmm. is just so like, like they don't understand the right. market. Like, like, like your wife said, no. like, like, if people like something, they're gonna go and buy it. Like that. That's what I've I've mm-hmm. I have pirated games, and then just gone and bought them. Like I have done that. Like I yeah. emulated um, Metroid Dread before I went and got it my own copy. Like I got partway through it, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I actually really enjoy this game. I'm gonna go buy it. It was on sale. I bought it. Like it. It translates, yeah. right? So like people who act like, and that's the thing. Like yeah, there are people who pirate things and they don't fucking buy them. Guaranteed, it's because they played it for five minutes and were like, eh, who cares? And then. <laughs> they deleted it like yeah yeah, like like i don't know pirating is so easy like people know how to do fire sticks now like there are fire sticks that you just install an app and they give you all the netflix shows like that like there's some guy somewhere just uploading them to a server every week and then you just get all the new netflix shows like like there's there's so many different ways to get netflix shows that they have to be out of touch to think that like this method that they're trying is reasonable at all i just i just think it's so stupid stupid and like other companies being like well what if we had a streaming service i'm like don't do that because the appeal was the convenience if you have one to three it's like you can kind of get away with it if once you start have more streaming services it's too too much and then they're like well we're gonna do this we're gonna take all our stuff off of this service and i'm like that was what i was subscribing to that service so that's why you were getting money from me I'll just go pirate it now, you know? Um, FBI, this is a joke. Um, yeah. But, literally, like, literally. it's... It's just, like, exhausting to me. And, like, I don't know. Like, I read a lot of 
like pirated manga online because I don't have time to go buy everything all the time. I don't always have the money to go buy like something mm-hmm. in the quantity that I want to read it in. But like, like I just I binged like all eleven volumes of Lady of the Lustrous and <laughs> I love it and I'm already working on collecting it like slowly secondhand so like yeah. I'm working on it but like it's it's just like I don't know I think people just have a very like warped idea where they're like if you're pirating you're never buying anything you're never buying merch you're never interacting with fans you're never doing this that the other and I'm like that's not true like you're mm. still building a community around it you're still building like hype around something oh yeah and I feel like that's what companies don't get because they see that bottom line and they're like oh well these people could have just gotten it from us and I'm like yeah they could have could have made 10 percent more if these people like it's yeah. just like it's and just that's greed and that yeah exactly and and i mean personally the people i know who pirate the most have some of the most biggest fucking physical collections of things i've ever seen um like okay like behind this i've read i probably read like up to here in berserk this is like volume three right i probably read up to there before i started collecting them and now i've collected way past where i read so now i can fucking read the rest like physically right like Mm -hmm. that's the power of like getting people to like view things and like if they want to buy into it they'll get it like I, i don't know why like i feel like like this just kind of reminds me of like a, a like anecdotal thing I saw the other day where I might have mentioned this on the, on the last episode too, but like kids don't know how to like pirate or anything anymore, right? And it's mostly because a lot yeah. of them are being told like this is illegal and bad, don't ever pirate. You're like stealing money out of people's yeah. like like mouths when you pirate. <laughs> like they they just tell them all kinds of wild shit, and half the time that's not even like entirely true. Like a lot of the times when you pirate a lot of stuff, like you're not pirating like. Uh, Undertale within the first, like, week it came out, right? Like, that's not the type of stuff we're talking yeah. about. Like, it's, it's like, a multi-million dollar video game, like, yeah. that you want to maybe but. see if you want to pay $60 for it. Like, you're like, maybe I want to buy this, maybe I don't, or maybe I'll wait for it. Also, and, like, right. Yeah. Also, sometimes it just runs better on an emulator, like, Arceus. All Switch games. All, like, <laughs> Current Switch games that are coming out, you know, like except for Metroid Prime, 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 apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I just like I don't know. Like, there's plenty of reasons someone to do it, and I really think it's it's kind of funny because, like, you know, they they like gave us the same propaganda when we were growing up. Like, you wouldn't steal a car, you wouldn't blah blah. blah. You don't know it's what like, I would do. Okay, and you know, <laughs> yeah, we're like fuck you, man, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, steal a fucking car. Thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I will download a car. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like with people my age, like you either have torrented or know how to, mm. or like actively like seed stuff regularly, you know. But like with with younger people or with people who like weren't as like computer literate when we were like in our teens, early twenties they have a harder time, like, wrapping their head around it because it's been yeah. convenient to not do it, right? Like, they they made it to a point where they're like, here, you have this stuff consolidated. And it's like, oh, mm. great, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I will pay for that. But it's not consolidated anymore, so it doesn't make sense. It used to actually to be, do that anymore. like, you know, pretty organized and you didn't have to worry about things going away. Yeah. Now the shit's going away all the time. Now, like, the algorithm's kind of fucked up any sort of, like, personal organization with a lot of things. It's, yeah. it's so, like, 
it's so walled garden now, like, as far as, like, how these systems are built, that, like, now, like, I feel like some people feel like they don't have a choice on how to, like, do stuff. And, like, yeah, I think I did see, but, like, the Google trends for Torrent went up after Netflix made the little announcement, right? Like, so people do want to know how to do these things. Like, it's not like yeah. they don't know, it's just that they don't know how to. Like, like, and it's yeah. so easy. But, like, and I feel like that's, like, why some of these online services are doing the opposite of the effect they think they're having. Like, whether it's Nintendo Switch Online, even PlayStation Plus. Like, I've been a PlayStation Plus subscriber for years, and I still don't like it because some of the games I won't fucking have after I, if I, if my subscription runs out or I can't play online and shit like that, right? But, like, I feel like all of these services are just pushing people more and more to, like, just get hard drives, download all the shit they want. I I see people talking about Plex servers more and more every day. Like... Because, like, you can just go put your own shit on there, and then boom, it's there. So, I, I don't know, like, I feel like the combat, like, the, the, like, race to combat piracy is, like, going the much the opposite way. Because, especially as, like, right. the Steam Deck came out, and you know what people talk about the Steam Deck the most for? Emulation. Like, that's what people mostly yeah. talk <laughs> about it for. I see a video every single day on YouTube that's, like, the best emulator ever is the steam deck and it does every game it does every console like it does a switch it does switch it does everything and like if that doesn't say something like the game industry it's like yeah people will find a way to get your shit like there's there were way more guides on emulation because of the steam deck like steam even has like deleted screenshots and tweets where they had the yuzu like switch emulator on the home screen for the steam deck because they know that people are gonna that's what they're gonna use it for so like Instead of, like, combating it, like, I feel like there's just easier ways to just let people, like, own the things that they want. Like, bring back the virtual console, just give it to me. Like, I don't, like, bring back DRM-free stuff, like, even some Steam stuff. Like, some games have Denuvo on them, and you can't fucking access them, or you can't, like, play them offline. Like, it's it's so many, like, weird, like, things that they try to keep you attached to the internet that I feel like it's just gonna have the opposite effect. Like, I already see myself, like, I have several HBO Max shows that you can't get anymore unless you buy them off of iTunes just sitting on a hard drive and I've watched them and now I'm like okay I'll keep them because I don't know if I'll be able to watch them again anywhere else so right. yeah it's I don't know so like it is, it is. Yeah. another right. point is like the remakes right so Etrian Odyssey uh, for it got, is getting re-released right yes. which is like um, for people who don't know it's like if you think it's kind of like Shin Megami Tensai but it's like if you mix that with like map building like you kind of like have to like map out dungeons heavy dungeon mm-hmm. crawling there are several there's actually Persona spinoffs that are Etrian Odyssey games, right? Like the Persona Q series is okay. Etrian Odyssey games. So I oh, was like, okay. hell yeah, this is great. Until I found out the shit costs fucking $80, like on <laughs> both PC <gasps> yeah. and Switch. It's 80 fucking dollars for three old games that were on the 3DS. Like, fuck off. Like, I don't, I don't want it anymore at that point. Cause it's like, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just wait for that to go down in price in four years. Like, I, like I'm not right. racing to go get that. Because I was so excited watching that trailer. And then I checked Twitter, like, five minutes after the direct, and people were like, yeah, off sale, it's going to be, like, $85. And I'm like, no, I'm good. If for a digital product, too? Like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that shit. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the direct as a whole was really interesting because there was, like, some really solid stuff, but there was also some stuff where I'm just, like, I feel like that's kind of a crazy choice, but okay. Um, mm. Like, the Etrian Odyssey price stuff or, like, you know, the Minish Cap thing that we just discussed, but, like, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of new 
titles that like I am excited for genuinely. Like I'm excited for Pikmin Four. I'm excited yeah. for Legend of Zelda. I'm excited for all these things. I am not excited for how they're gonna run though. Like honestly, that's kind of putting a damper on yeah. like how I feel about them because like I saw Pikmin, and I was like, oh, this looks great. Like I'm excited. Da, 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 da. And then I thought about having like max amount of Pikmin on the screen in a boss fight. Mm. And I was like, oh, God, that's going to run like shit. It's going to be I worse than imagine. when we played Cult of the Lamb. Like, I, unless they did something, like, I cannot see it running optimally when you're, like, actively doing a bunch of shit. Because there's so yeah. much shit on a Pikmin map. I like, wonder how Pikmin there's 3 There's a bunch ran. of enemies. There's a bunch of interactable, like, you can interact with shit. There's, yeah. like, all these items around. And it's, like, a huge area that's active at all times. So I'm just, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. it's kind of insane to me. And I didn't even think about that. Because, like, yeah, you're right. Like, Pikmin is... A, and, that, and, like, say what you will about the Wii U, but I don't remember the Wii U having these problems with most of its games, right? Like... No, like, I don't either. Because Pikmin 3 was on Wii U, and I know it got re-released for Switch, but, like, mm-hmm. I was watching game, I was watching, like, some YouTuber review it the other day, and it looked fine. Like, it looked like it ran great and everything. Dual 1. Yeah, I, I'm excited to get into that, but um, I, I will definitely probably have more fighting game talk next time, but I have to save up my energy for um, the absolute batshit insane stuff <laughs> I'm gonna read. For um, this chapter. Um, so, um, yes, guys, this is a Berserk podcast, as we regularly remind you, not just a video game and bullshit podcast. Um, I feel like sometimes I just have, like, um, like I, I just miss, like, the Super Friends cast, Super Best Friends cast, and I'm like, yeah, no, let's get some of that energy in here and just talk about video games. Yeah, but um, talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, um, we do have some Berserk to talk about today, though, and it is all... All good berserk stuff. Um, definitely not terrible things that we um, have been dreading as hosts of this podcast. But I'm going to do a recap real quick. Um, last chapters were full on action. Uh, a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, if you're not watching it on YouTube, go ahead and scroll through like the actual chapters. I promise it makes this more fun. Um, but uh, we had this sick shot of Guts last time covered in blood after busting out of um, that tower that... Um, Griffith was held in, but yeah. Um, if you want a more in depth on this, in more in depth, ah, more in depth uh, analysis on this, just go check last episode. But I'm gonna run through this real quick. But we met the Bakiraka, um, totally not racist band hey. of uh, mercenaries that we met, um, who had a bunch of you know headdresses and dressed like they were definitely not from the middle Middle East, and they were sent after the Band of the Hawk mm-hmm. after they exited. Um, the uh, tower that um, also hold, held a bunch of other secrets we learned about previously. So after they were sent after them, um, the band of the Hawk went back to the previous entrance that they came through. That was in that weird underground tunnel that was through a graveyard. Um, Guts had to kind of stop losing his shit for a little bit. Um, so Costco wiped his face, told him to kind of, you know, at least wipe yourself off. Cause you know, you're scaring the shit out of people <laughs> in the room. Uh, just a quick tidbit, Griffith saw this and didn't really like it. That'll come back later. Uh, anyway. I think it was fine. Yeah, everything's, everything's fine. This is definitely not the look of somebody who is fucking angry. Um, <laughs> so, the, the band gets back into the tunnel. Everything seems to be going fine, but they're being followed by the Bakiraka. Um, as they're going through the tunnel, um, they notice that things aren't quite right. And 
boom, we see one of the scariest panels in all of Berserk up until like maybe five chapters from now. So, I'm sorry, until like maybe two chapters from now. Let's be real. Two chapters. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not downplay. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. So the leader of the Bakiraka was perched over them, was able to take a couple swipes, scare the shit out of everybody. But in the confusion, his uh, frog-faced friend also tried to take a couple of shots at everybody with his little trident before uh, scuttling away in one of the funniest swimming animations slash panels I've ever seen. Um, And in the midst of all this chaos, the princess was shot with a poison dart because she was trying to protect Griffith, who the dart was actually meant for. And as I keep looking at this... um, I thought it was kind of funny because it looks like the dart was going for his head. Um, he has a helmet on. Anyway, um, so <laughs> the princess falls to the ground and um, the rest of the group notices that she has been poisoned after um, the leader of the Bakiraka pops up and is like, yo, um, we didn't mean to do that. After Guts swiftly takes care of the guy who poisoned the princess, right? So the leader of the Bakiraka is like, all right, all right, listen, listen. Uh, you hand her over to us. We will guarantee her life because we have the antidote. Um, we'll also get killed if everything doesn't go right here. So just give us a hand her over to us and we'll get back to the killing, right? So after a little bit of banter, the band of Hawk decides, hand the princess back over. So, you know, they lost her, right? So they, they had no other choice or else she would have fucking died. Um, she tries to say one last word to Griffith as she, as she leaves. He tries to utter something to her as well. And, you know, they part ways. So the female member of the Bakiraka takes her away. And then afterwards they get to fucking fighting, um, Mr. Trident Man tries to shit some more, scuttles away, a few other things happen. But um, after a while, somebody starts chucking harpoons. Totally normal thing for members of the Bakiraka, we learned as we read this chapter. And it gives um, our boys in the Band of the Hawk a little bit of a scare, right? But luckily they have Judo with them, who's able to devise a plan. And the plan involves, you know, kind of... Well, at first they put out the light for the tunnel... To confuse the harpoon guy, Judo's able to spot him using sparks from his daggers and takes him out. They're also able to take out the guy on the top of the tunnel as well, and his little frog-faced friend. And yeah, so that was everything that happened last episode. It was mostly action sequences, a lot of um, really a really cool action sequence in my opinion. Probably one of the coolest ones we see. Before we get to the next chapter, um, Flower of the Stone Castle, and this is the first chapter we're covering today. We're covering two. And you are correct. Um, yeah, there's still one more member of the Bakiraka left. So the female member's gone. We don't know where she is. But we get another angle on that last panel we saw in the previous chapter of Guts splitting the leader's head open and Casca stabbing the, excuse me, the frog-like man. <laughs> or mermaid. I think you said he looked like a, it's like a mermaid legend looking kind of dude too. He's really. Yeah, I remember. Just... It was the Fiji mermaid. Uh, Thank you. I think that's what they're called. Dude, I was Googling I this shit. I could not remember, and then I woke up one night, and I was like, <laughs> it's Fiji Mermaids. I'm not even kidding. Like, I was, like, half asleep. I was like, I'll say that next time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's not Yokotaro. It's the fucking Fiji Mermaids. Thank you. I I was Googling this shit for so long. I was like, I know what he's talking about, and I've seen it before, but we finally figured it out. So, yeah. Anyway, he's dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's dead now, um, courtesy of Casca. So, you know, the group kind of, you know, wipes their wipes the sweat off their brow and, you know, they start congratulating Judo, specifically Guts. He's like, yo, Judo, thanks, man. You saw the enemy's position with the sparks. That was really awesome. 
And, um, you know, Judo's like, yeah, I wouldn't have got the idea if it wasn't for that guy actually throwing the javelins. So really glad that we were able to work that out. So, you know, Casca's still on guard. She never really put her sword down. And she's like, hey, um, that's great and everything. Judo, light the lantern. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. And while while they're doing, while he's getting ready to light the lantern, Guts is like, hey, do y'all smell something? And everybody kind of starts, like, sniffing around. They're like, what the fuck is that? And it's like this... I, I imagine it's probably, like, a sulfur smell. Like, it probably, like, fucking stinks, but it's not, like, something that you would immediately be alerted by. But, um, for the first time in some chapters, our boy, uh, Pippin has opened his fucking eyes, and he's letting everybody know, don't light that fucking lantern. And, you know, Judo does listen. He's like, okay, what's going on? And Guts is just taking off guard off. He's like, uh, what's, what's wrong, Pippin? And Pippin immediately says, run to the exit. Don't worry about it. Don't light, don't light that shit. Run to the exit. YouTube, congratulations, we're going to have to censor this part. Yay, there's titties on the screen. Yay, um, oh my god. <laughs> so, that female member of the Bakiraka. Um, so, description, since I guess you can't watch it on YouTube either, sorry. So she's kind of like, taken off her robe, and it's kind of like a like scarf now, or something like that. And she's covered in, like, these, like, this like rope of like, it looks like these little sacks, or something, right? Yeah, like these sachets of like something yeah. yeah yeah and she's got her hair like in this like bun and she's got a couple of earrings on or whatever titties out all that stuff but she lifts her hands up and clicks her bangles together and causes this gigantic explosion that bursts through the tunnel and it follows the band of a hawk right so <laughs> good thing they were already running uh pippin's in front because it was his fucking idea right and they all see the fire coming toward them so they're confused. Um, Casca specifically is like, fire? Why is there fire? And Pippin, I think he's seen this before, right? So he's like, the dust caught fire. If it catches up to us, even our lungs will be burnt, uh, will be burnt black. We gotta get the fuck out of here, right? So they're sprinting. As they're sprinting through the tunnel, all the other members of the Bakiraka's, like, bodies are just, like, burning. Like, just getting engulfed by the flames. The whole tunnel is on fire and it's following them, right? They're running as fast as they can, but it's not stopping anytime soon. So Pippin, who's in head of the group, starts looking for, like, something, right? He, he looks up and spots, like, light coming through the tunnel at the top, right? Like, through some cracks. So, you know, before he even gets, like, approval for anybody or, like, says anything, he swings, knocks the roof out, and then tells everybody to get down. So everybody ducks, and all the, fi- all the flame shoots through the roof of where he made the hole in the tunnel. And... Fine. Yeah, science. Thank you. Pip- Pippin took the only science class available um, for the Band of the Hawk, right? <laughs> so, because because yeah. <laughs> nobody else knew what was going to happen, right? So, <laughs> so um, we actually get this cool little shot of the outside of the entrance that they that they took, and you see like just fire shoot from the hole that um, Pippin took, right? And it's like this like it's like from a distance, right? So it's like just this random flame, and all the flame shoots through the sky. It all works. And everybody's safe, right? Guts is kind of, I think, just surprised to be alive. And he's like, what the hell happened? So Pippin explains to him. He's like, yeah, the same accident happened when I used to work in a mine. Um, Fire will gush upwards to a wider space if you make a hole. So, you know, everybody's like, wow, quick thinking, dude. Uh, That was a really good idea. And Pippin's like, well, yeah, I mean, Griffith is the one that showed me the light in the ceiling. I wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't for him. And, you know, even Guts is kind of surprised. He's like, wait, Griffith told you there was something there? And Griffith kind of looks at him like, yeah, fucker, I'm still useful. Like, <laughs> like 
<laughs> he's like, fuck off. Like, he, he kind of gives him this look. And, you know, Casca kind of sees it too. But they don't really have too much time to dwell on it. So they say, all right, let's get to the exit. We don't have very, we don't, it's not very far. We can get the hell out of here. So we're done with the tunnel. We go back to um, Wyndham. And, uh, yeah, so the last member of the Bakiraka got fucking executed because she didn't come back with the princess or Griffith, um, Griffith's head. And she's executed right in front of Anna. I guess right after she brought, I guess she brought them back. <laughs> I guess after she brought them back, um, she came back and was like, yo, I wasn't able to get everybody. So they just executed her on the spot, right? And we get didn't another... Really couldn't tell if there was, like, two girls or if, like, like, that we didn't see one or if she, like started to take them and then came back and then like finished taking them it's really confusing so honestly. so what i think because I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure this is the same woman because we've only seen one of them and, I th- and she has the same like facial markings and right. stuff right um right. so I, what i think she did is i think she took anna and the girl and like put them somewhere and then just came back and then was like, fuck, okay, let me take them back to the castle after everything didn't work out. Because okay. she only took them, like, a few minutes ago, right? So I don't think she had time to go and come back. She probably just, like, gave her the antidote. Yeah. Like, told them, don't move or I'll fucking kill you. And then just, like, was gonna wait until they had their fight. But then I guess she probably watched everybody die and was like, whoops, okay, well, um... <laughs> I guess it's time for me to do my job. So... I, I should do something, and then it didn't work. Yeah, so, didn't. yeah okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I was like... What happened here? Okay. Yeah, it, it is kind of hard to tell, because she does just kind of pop back up after we assume she left, right? So, um, yeah, the king is the king basically starts gloating afterwards, right? He's like, ah, I told you! I'd never forget if, if any harm came to the princess, right? Because he also learned that they accidentally poisoned her, right? So that's mainly the reason they got killed, is because, you know, they hurt the princess, and they didn't get Griffith back, right? So, <laughs> you know, after he's, you know, done talking shit, about, you know, the woman they just executed. Anna, standing nearby, um, if you forgot, is, um, uh, oh my god, what is the princess's name? I forget Charlotte. her name. Yeah, Charlotte's, like, um, assistant slash, like, handmaid or whatever. She's like, hey, and you, you were the one who helped do all of this, right? Like, this is what she wanted to do, so you come over here, too. So Anna starts losing her fucking mind, because, <laughs> you know, I think it's execution time and she might be up next, but Charlotte reaches out and says, hey, no, Anna wasn't involved. I forced her to be a part of this. Don't let her be a part of this, right? But she kind of starts, you know, passing out while this is happening because she's weak from the poison, I'm assuming. I'm assuming the antidote didn't just take effect immediately. Um, The king, you know, is basically going to do whatever she says. So he's like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll I'll worry about the rest of it. Don't worry. You get to keep Anna. I won't kill her, right? So, um, you know, Charlotte kind of feeling what's going on. She's like, yeah, what if we... Um, what if we let Griffith go too? And, uh, you know, the king isn't really feeling this. He's like, uh, well, you and he, uh, y'all can't fucking talk anymore. And she's like, hey, listen, he can't speak anymore. He can't move his hands or feet. You put him in the darkness for a year. He has nothing. Like, you've, you gotta be satisfied, right? Like, he doesn't have anything else. Like, please tell me you're done with him. So the king kind of sits there for a second and he's like, Okay, I guess I guess I won't interfere with him again. And he kind of looks a little more normal for a second. Like the the crazy look mm-hmm. in his eye goes away for like half a second, right? Like he still looks very like old and like you know disheveled. But he's like, okay, I won't interfere with that man. Um, you may be at ease. It really will be okay. And Charlotte's like, wait, really? 
And the king responds with, you know, yeah, I swear, you know, you don't worry about him ever again, your highness. Like, I, I, I promise it, it's all taken care of. And, you know, Anna's like, yeah, isn't that a good thing, Charlotte? That's so cool. I'm really glad he's going to leave her. He's going to leave him alone. Right. And Charlotte, you know, still in pain, but also kind of relieved, I'm sure, kind of just like rolls into Anna's arms and, you know, kind of passes out a little bit. So, um, King's like, yeah, um, so, um, no, yeah, Anna's like, yeah, I'll see you to the pal- palace, and, you know, she tries, tries to take Charlotte away, as they're going away, Charlotte thanks him, and is like, thank you, father, for, you know, making sure that Griffith gets away clean, so, you know, she leaves, a couple minutes pass, King kind of sits there for a second, and one of the soldiers is like, uh, what would you like to do, your majesty, and all he responds with is, send out the black dogs, <laughs> And, and you yes, this is a very familiar moment. You'll remember the same thing happened with the Bakiraka. Um, a soldier yeah. is like, what the fuck? What do you mean the black dogs? You can't mean those guys, right? Like, even more scared than they were about the Bakiraka. Like, just to give you context, right? And he's like, I order the black ne- the black dog knights to pursue Griffith's party and annihilate them. Just completely throwing all the sh- He just fucking lied to Charlotte, right? Didn't, wasn't taking her seriously at all. Uh, oh, shocker. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you mean you mean the respect his daughter? You mean, you mean the pedophile rapist father isn't trustworthy? Oh no, um, crazy. So you know the soldier is like, uh, sir, like that's they do some fucked up stuff. Like, can you please reconsider, like using men such as those? Which remember they just employed and executed basically like an entire like assassination squad, right? And this guy is still like, hey, dude, you may not want to do this. So, you know, the king responds in kind responds in kind by slapping the shit out of him and telling him, yeah, anyway, go get wild and tell him he can name his position and his reward if he brings me Griffith's fucking head. And, you know, the soldiers kind of speaking back to themselves is like, what? Like, like talking amongst themselves after watching one of them get bitch slapped, right? Because the king just walked away. He's like, why does he want to use them? Like, I know that the Black Dog Knights are made of former criminals and stuff, but like, and it wasn't, and it wasn't as much of the band of the hawk. But didn't they really do well in the war? Is like what another soldier says, right? He's like, I mean, it's necessary, right? Like they they did good in the war, and the general is like, do not refer to them as knights. They're a disgrace to the Midland army. They're nothing like us. Don't compare them to us. And you know, he says, besides that man they call Wild, there's some shit wrong with him. He's a fucking beast. Deep wrong with him. Uh, yeah. Welcome to more YouTube censorship, everybody. Um, hey, you gotta just go. A lot of that coming up. I I recommend everybody just go look these chapters up. It's mostly the rest of what I'm about to read for this chapter. That's basically all of Cal's chapter. Um, even though it has one of my favorite action sequences in it, honestly. <laughs> um, in Wild's introduction, but yeah. So the next page we see is of Wild. Um, this is him. Uh. He is kind of like a beast. He he yeah. looks like a fucking like demon of some sort, right? He's really large, probably like twice the size of a regular person, buff as shit. And in this scene, all we see is him surrounded by women. One of them he's shoving his comically large dick into at the moment. And, you know, he's having, yeah, he's having an orgy, basically. So it's like him and like 10 women in a room. We literally can't show this on YouTube, right? So... Yeah. So he's fucking out. doing his thing or whatever. And a guy busts in. He's like, hey, boss, we've got orders to move. And he's like, hey, can't you tell I'm fucking in here, man? I'm busy. Get out of here. And, um, you know, he's still having sex while his little guy is like telling him like, 
oh yeah well it's an order directly from the king he says like uh the band of the hawk broke out of jail or some shit and you know before he can even finish he's like wait huh and he's also like strangling the woman he's having sex with right and he kind of like throws it to the side and he's like oh now that's funny that business i mentioned it's with them he's like it's with that hawk boss and we get the most fucking terrifying picture and a full reveal of um wild who or wild however you want to pronounce it it's w-y-a-l-d um and we're gonna learn a lot about him in this next chapter, which I'm gonna hand off to Cal. Oh sadly, boy, are we? Um, but yeah, yeah, that was Flower, Wild, Flower of the Stone of the Castle. Um, for those following along with the paperbacks, this is also okay. the end of Volume Ten. Um, yeah, a lot more, a lot more where that came from. Mira really got his orgy shit on, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he did indeed. Uh, haven't seen an orgy like that since um, what was it? Uh, the king found his wife fucking. I think. Uh, a long yeah, time it's been ago. A minute. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Slash. Okay. Oh, really? That's the cover right. of Volume Eleven. Interesting, huh? Right. Oh, I guess it's because like she was in like the forest part, fucking with yeah. uh, what's his name? Yes, I forgot. Yeah. She is, she does pop up that early. I totally forgot. Yeah, because I think she's, like, technically a part of the Eclipse, but, well, we'll get to all that. Because this is, like, leading up to it almost there. I also think she helps Wild a little bit at one point. I can't remember. Yeah, she. I think she's in that big fight that happens. Something I'm pretty like sure she that. pops up for a second. Yeah. All right, gang. <laughs> we're, we're doing it. All right, so... We're doing it. Um, I don't want to, but that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> so we're going to. Um, we're on volume 11 of like the slender volumes now, the like regular manga size stuff. I'm not sure where we're at anymore in the bigger ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're in like, I'm pretty sure it's like, like three, or, three four. or four in the big volumes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and this is 59 if you're on our totally legal website. Uh, okay. So, we're going to get right into it. Uh, this is Devil Dogs Chapter 1. We are only going to do one because it can <laughs> only take so much wild in one sitting. Wild's wow, um, fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> I'm being Jesus very Christ. candid with you. So, we're, you know... Oh, wait. I'm at the wrong spot in my note. Alright, so, we're kind of back at the castle. We got this, like, fucking melted ass candle looking <laughs> thing sitting on his throne he doesn't look so good um and he's you know he's kind of like reflecting because that's what kings do and he's like oh you know charlotte like she hasn't spoken to me she like screams every time she sees me and cries. I wonder why. like i'm a dreadful monster yeah i can't imagine why dude um and and, you know, he thinks about how she called him father for probably the first time in, like, a year and thanked him. He's kind of laughing, and he's like, oh, I can't believe she's still calling me father when I, like, imprisoned, like, her lover and have gone mad with jealousy. At least he's self-aware, I guess. And he's like, she even, like, risked poison to, like, save him, but, like, I committed a deed lower than even the devils against her. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so he did you know. Already, yeah, you. I think he's talking about the stuff with Wild, but like, I I don't know if he's also talking about like the molesting. I don't know. Yeah, it's 
he he's not making sense. He uh, everything Gosh. he has done is heinous, so I don't care. He has effectively <laughs> lost his mind, so yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. No. He's just uh, kind of cuckoo bananas at this point. But um, you know, he, his crown like has fallen off of his head. Symbolism, I guess. Um, and he's like, oh, I won't forgive you, Griffith. And he's still on this shit because, of course, he is. He's like, I you stole Charlotte, and it's your fault. And I even, like, hate my crown. And I'm like, okay. But he's like, but Wilde's going to bring you to me. And that that's the note that'll solve everything. And we start to get Wilde's backstory. And he talks about, like, how when the war was starting, like, five years ago, or, like, really, like, taking off, he decided that since he didn't have enough army, he was going to compensate and bring in, like, a bunch of criminals to fight for him, which is, like, some monarchy it's, shit. The tale is old as <laughs> time. Expected. Yeah. yeah. Using using criminals to do the dirty work. Um, and he said out of all of the convicts, like, one man volunteered. And uh, uh, that man, of course, was wild, who's fucking terrifying here by the way. Yeah, look at this he, shit. he looks, he, like, actually looks look very unsettling. Um, I feel like what <laughs> it is is, like, he has human features, but they're all, like, wildly exaggerated like almost like 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 a joke like his mouth is like way too fucking big (laughs) like (laughs) well it's like that like he's very like ape-like to me and it's like that uncanny valley with like planet of the apes kind of cgi stuff where it's like this is almost human but i don't like it and so also, the king's looking king's looking real good here he looks he he said this only five years ago what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, we we saw him like decay yes. over like a year a period, a year. Like he went from looking kind of like this to looking like like I said, like a melted candle further <laughs> there. So he's he's looking pretty spry right now. Um, but he's like, you oh, you want me to make you the leader and. You know, kind of thinking to himself, like, he was he was pretty bizarre. He was pretty fucking inhuman. Like, everyone mm-hmm. knows this guy's fucked up. But, and, you know, while it's like, yeah, you know, like, the way we do things, which, you know, is kind of implying that you could take it as, like, him implying this is how criminals do it or, like, this is how monsters, monsters do it. Like, you could yeah. take it either way. Yeah, and we know he means monsters, but... You know, if you don't know that, because they don't know about any of the supernatural stuff yet, mm-hmm. that he's like, the way we do things, the strongest takes charge. And like, a bunch of the criminals are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm stronger than you. Like, <laughs> you fucking monkey. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, bro. Um, and this guy steps up, and his name is Barbo. It's Barbo the Armor Hacker. Barbo. <laughs> Barbo's gonna live for Sick a ass long name. time. <laughs> but he, he's like, he's like, yeah, I like the cut of your jib. Like, strongest gets to be the boss. I'm the strongest. He's <laughs> like, yeah, good idea, and dude. I was like, oh, an yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, an octopus slipped in the monkey group. <laughs> you know, kind of like playing <laughs> off of like people making fun of him, but also being like, you're ugly too, bro. I don't. <laughs> like, he's like, um, but you know, Barbo's like, Hey, let me, let me like beat the shit out of him. Whoever wins gets to be the boss. Right. And the King's like, I, I guess, I guess that's how they're going to settle it. So whatever, let them fight, which is 
a great attitude to have Amazing. as a leader. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's kind of monologuing still and he's like, oh, it's like pretty obvious to anyone, like who the stronger guy is here. The guy who stepped forward, like, wasn't going to win. He was way smaller. And then Barbo also kind of seemed easier to manage. So I wanted him to win. So I just was like, oh, I'll just see how this plays mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. And the the knights go up and they like start uncuffing them and one goes up to Wild and he's like, Oh no, that's okay. And I don't I don't like need a sword or anything. Like this is all just jokes. Like I don't <laughs> care. And the knights just kinda like Okay. <laughs> he's like, What? Um, alright. And you know, the king is like kinda startled too. He takes note, and he's like Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, and Wilde's like, you know, you need, like, a performance to capture the heart of the troops. And, like, sometimes, like, ordinary incentive isn't going to cut it. Like, you have to have overwhelming power and charisma. It's, like, essential. He read and The Art of War. Barbara's like, yes. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he re- re- motherfucker reads Machiavelli once. He He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Um, and meanwhile, Barbara's like, okay. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Wilde's still, like, on his shit. So he's like, King, like, as thanks for, like, my appointment, I'm going to, like, give you a present. I'm going to give you a statue on the top of this tower. And and Barbara's like, all right, that's enough shit out of you. Like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> We're yeah. going to fight. Eat this, you monkey. He, he has, like, a... <laughs> Yeah. Some like real Italian gangster talking here. <laughs> um but he he has like a huge mace and he, he's swinging at Wild and then Wild reacts and all of a sudden he's just like up there and everyone's mm-hmm. like I don't know what happened. <laughs> he was on the ground and now he's dead. Now he's impaled. Now he's um, impaled on top of so, the roof. Amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. That's you won. what happens. Um, <laughs> you know, and the king's still like reflect. Yeah, he won. Easy peasy. Uh, the king's still like reflecting on this. And he was like, it was kind of fucking unbelievable. Like in an instant, Barbara was fucking up there. And even though like it had happened before our eyes, like it didn't feel real. It felt like a fucked up joke. And, like, no one could even, like, speak after it. Like, everyone's just yeah. speechless. And, you know, like he said, he took control of the convicts and they all obeyed him because they were fucking terrified of him. Yeah. Um, through a charisma of fear, as the king puts it. A lot of, a lot of rape and we're going to have to censor we're here, We're also going to have to censor this on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of rape we're going to have to censor. Uh I should have warned for that. We'll we'll put warnings. In yeah, this one Check, sure. always always remember um, the content but, warnings, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've kind of had a little bit of a reprieve, but <laughs> never forget. Um, but but yeah, he you know he led the Black Dog Knights, and they were you know just as violent and like did as much as like the Black Hawks, but were like even crueler than them. And I, I would it was like I would equate it to like almost war crimes. intolerable. Like. Like straight up, like yeah, actual like war crimes, <laughs> like, like to the point of like, because, yeah. because like, the world of Berserk is already pretty cruel, and I feel like literally what they're trying to say is like, yo, our soldiers be doing shit, we kill women and children, 
they be doing some crazy shit. Like, that's basically, like, the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this shit was so bad that, like, even during wartime, we were like, okay, <laughs> goddamn. Um, but he was like, you know, whether they were on, like, enemy territory or in our own territory, as long as it was the battlefield, they would plunder, violate women, and butcher even the old and children. So they're just like... Yeah. being incredibly horrible about yeah. literally everything and it doesn't matter who as long as it's on the battlefield so yep. they were probably even hurting like people who were like peasants and like you know the actual country had so. nothing had nothing to do with anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but you know he's like you know but like instead of like rebuking them or anything i just sent them like as far as way as possible to keep them away from like me and like my army because i was afraid of him i didn't want to mess with that but you know he's basically saying like you know like i did take advantage of the fact that they could fight so well but i like sent them as far away as possible because mm-hmm. i didn't want to deal with it and um you know, he's he, we're back in present day now, and he's reflecting. He's like, maybe he isn't even human. And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that's crazy. But, but, you know, he's like, you know, even then, that's, like, even more fitting that, like, for the hawk's windpipe to be gnawed through by an evil beast beyond human control. And it's like, okay, bro. Um, and he's like, okay. yes, you ate Griffith, like... Hounds have been loose. They're starved for blood. It's the black hounds of hell. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do you have these guys again? And like, he just explained why. But yeah, he's like, because like, I'm terrible. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a horrible person. Duh. Um, that's why I still have them. I they they benefit me, so I keep them around. Uh, which is basically what we just got out of that. So. Yeah. He's, uh, oh, by the way, he looks even worse than he did earlier somehow. At the beginning like, of the chapter. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, he's just, like, in this rapid state of decay yeah. at this point. And it's like, damn, jealousy does a lot to you, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah jealousy is a bitch, yeah. Yeah, God, okay. So moving on very briefly, um, we're at this kind of, it's, it's, sun, it's morning, it's sun up and we get to a farm and, uh, we find out this is where like the Hawks agreed to meet like their first kind of point of contact after getting Griffith and they switch off their horses for like a cart and a carriage mm-hmm. and they get him some clothes and they're getting Griffith all set up and Casca's like handling everything. Cause she's still the leader right yeah. now. And she's like, you know, we're, we're sorry for burdening you like you had to watch our horses and now we're taking a cart and but like this is too you know, much. here's the money we promised here's like repayment yeah she's like this is a lot even more than i expected so i'm sorry about that and they're like oh no this is like plenty we're just like happy to help out lord griffith like he's our hero and he saved us and the honor's ours you know like these are people who mm. still think very highly of griffith right now they probably don't know shit about why he was in the dungeon because most people do not and so like to them it's just like all of a sudden this like folk hero was gone so of course they're like happy to help out um yeah and like the daughter of the farmer she's like got these flowers and she's all dressed up and she like gives them to griffith very demurely and is like here and like 
I believe in you and like whatever rumors I heard from the palace. Like you didn't do I that. I don't believe <laughs> them because I don't think you would commit treason. Lol. Um, but treason like, bad. <laughs> but she's like, we all believe that. Like you know, none of us yeah. think poorly of you. And and her brother's kind of teasing her, and he's like, yeah, she got all dressed up and everything. For you. <laughs> she's like, shut up. Yeah, he says, sis got all that. dressed up. Uh, she's like super embarrassed. <laughs> She did all dress up for you. She's like, stop it. Um, but it's just like cute interaction and all of them, even Griffith, are kind of smiling a little bit. Yeah. It's very nice reprieve after everything that's happened in the past, like, probably like four hours, maybe, max. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're, but Costco's talking to them and she's like, don't tell anyone about this. Like, you all could be in a lot of danger. And they're like, we know, we'll be careful. And she goes to, like, like, sit up front, but Judo is like, nah, like, go sit with Griffith. Like, keep him from falling out of the cart. And, like, he says it this way, but he's really saying, like, go spend time with Griffith. Yeah. Because you have not been able to do that. And you should be with him. Um, And she's like, I don't even know what to say to him right now. Like, what mm. do you even... Because it's so different from what she's been imagining, and there's so much that has happened now, and she's just like, I don't even know... Yeah. Good and bad. Like, what to say yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and so... Mostly Guts bad. is kind of watching her, keeping an eye on her. Yeah, mostly bad. Um, and they're all kind of quiet as they write off, and she does, like... You know, like, this isn't the time for just saying, like, idle shit, but this, like might be the last time we ever see this city and a lot's happened if you really think about it it's like you don't even have to think about it that hard a lot's mm-hmm. happened here yeah. but um you know they're they all kind of look back and are a little wistful for like a brief moment where they're like mm-hmm. yeah a lot did happen that was like that <laughs> was like city their whole 20s basically bad. yeah yeah no like uh, leading up to like you know the highest point of their lives and then rapidly like just completely falling out of that but uh griffith lets the flowers go and it's it's very beautiful and we see like a little glimpse of him like running across the pavement and because yeah, he grew up she still Wyndham. talking he's like it's so distant now yeah mm-hmm, he did he was um when he was a kid he lived there uh we'll find out more about that later yeah. um yes but, we learned plenty you know he's also even yeah, even in the state he's in, he's being, like, a little nostalgic about things. Yeah. Um, so, Costco's keeping a grip on him. Guts is like, I'm not going to think about how that makes me feel. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they write off. Um, in the meantime... Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, back at where we just left. All right. All right. <laughs> but, you know, we get some people right up and the girl turns around. And honestly, the minute I saw the girl, I knew what was going to happen and I was not excited. But yeah. um, Wild's there and he looks fucking terrifying. I, I, um, I do have to say. Just like on top of like. I, I have very, very tiny praise for Wild like throughout this whole thing. But goddamn, why is he the only one who decided mm-hmm. to wear like animal skin pelts and shit like i like that like that's a notation for his whole group is they're the only ones i think we ever see where like like what is that is that like a jaguar where the fuck are those in this in this in this like world no, like what is it's like an actual dog like i don't i don't oh, know I think it's like a dog dog thank like you domesticated dog 
Okay, that You're makes welcome. way more sense. It's Sorry. Like a, it's like a terrier or something. Thank you. Continue. There you go. Yeah, I Perfect. think it's like a hunting dog. No, it's okay. I was, I was, the first time I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? Is yeah. <laughs> what is he wearing? Yeah. And then I like looked at it and I was like, oh, it's supposed to be like, he took like a pet dog and like made it a pelt yeah. basically. Yeah. Cause it's not a wild animal, which that's something, that's great. something wild. So great. But yeah, he, but yeah, he, his group is very committed to their bit. You know, they look fucking terrifying. Um, but, you know, he, he kind of saunters up to her and he's like, hey, can I, like, ask you something? And she's like, mm. <laughs> he's like, did a suspicious group, like, with a wounded guy, like, pass through here? And she is fucking terrified because, like, we've we've kind of seen this a little bit. But, like, if you remember with um, Zod and everything, like, when you're around these monsters, like, it just, like, the fear, like, penetrates you. Like, you yeah. can't move. You can't talk. Like, she's fucking terrified, and it's because of that, like, aura, which is another indication that he's, like, a monster. Yeah. Um, And he's like, hmm, maybe I'll, like, get all riled up before, you know, the hawk hunt, and then... <laughs> fucking and then massacre. We stuff we can't show on YouTube. Yeah. yeah fucking massacre happening. Um, All her siblings get, like, Decapitated, slaughtered. Up and yeah. her... Yeah, and uh, she gets raped because it was a young girl we did not get a lot of time with. So yeah, yeah, they they kill her dad. It's like um, one panel after another. They kill her dad, burn all her siblings while chopping them up. They rape her, and then the last panel is him holding her dad's corpse on a sword while he rapes her, and his men are also raping people in the background yeah. while there are dead children's body parts on the ground. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, you're not seeing that on YouTube. Sorry. I, I probably can't, I probably, probably describing that. Yeah. We'll get this. I'm not even going to linger on this too long here, honestly, yeah. cause yeah. I don't like it. It's terrible. So yeah, let's get to um, the next page and is... boom. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. That was <laughs> great. That was not as much wild as I was thinking, but also like, and it's too any much wild time. is too much wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, Slap. That yeah, that's the end of those chapters. Um, wow, yeah. So that last chapter. Um, or by the way, that's what that what's we that's what that's the only thing we needed. Like the whole trigger warning for it was that last chapter. Um, I feel like as I read that, I don't know if Mura was like just thinking in the back of his head. Hmm, my manga hasn't been too fucked up recently because. I don't remember the last time somebody was like so inc- like insane like all the assault in this thing was so insanely like disgusting because right. like it hadn't happened in a while. I don't even I'm not even really entirely remember because yeah. it was before the band of the hawk broke up that something like terrible like that happened. Mm-hmm. The last we remember, I'm pretty sure it's what happened to Charlotte. But yeah, yeah, that was like jarring, and I. And it's one of those things where I understand, like, we talked about this, which is a pot point in Chainsaw Man too, right? Like, it's one of those things where, like, I get it. You're trying to get across these people are terrible. But, like, yeah. this that whole sequence was just, like, disgusting, especially using the fact that it's this farmer's daughter we just mm-hmm. met. And then the last panel is yeah. a very grotesque rape scene. Like, yeah. For you who can't see yeah. it, it, like, the final panel is straight up, like, a rape, like, panel. Like, that's the whole thing, right? So, um, yeah. and it's very graphic. It's like, it's incredibly it's graphic. It's really horrible. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, there's dead kids yeah. in the picture and too. Like, yeah, it's a lot. 
Yeah, it's like her mom and her sister are also being raped in the background. Like, there's there's a lot happening in that picture. And, like, like we always say, and, like, this is what, whenever I, like, try to talk about this with certain Berserk fans, like, I'll be like, I don't like Wild. <laughs> I don't yeah. like the scenes with Wild, and it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm aware that that's, like, the point of Wild, but yeah. also I think there is some excess. And what they always tell me is they always tell me, like, well, like, you know, it's supposed to prove, like, how inhuman he is and, like, how cruel the monster stuff can be, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but we didn't get that with Zod. And we didn't get that with no, Skull Knight. we didn't get that with Skull Knight we didn't get that with these people. So no. I don't I don't feel like it's necessarily necessary. And I get, like, um, <laughs> I could say necessary a lot this necessary, time. Necessary, necessary. Everything's very unnecessary. <laughs> necessary. Um, but, yeah, it... Um, I don't know, like, it just, I feel like Mira, in some ways, was trying to kind of set Wild apart from, like, Zod and um, Skull Knight, Skull because Knight, they're yeah. kind of, like, and we'll find out more about them later, they're kind of two distinct entities in, like, this overarching supernatural yeah. ongoing plot, um, and they're a little different from the others, but, like, what we saw with, like, the, like, Moth Girl and everything in the scene where Rickert's, like entire group is getting murdered and put into a ball which i like did not realize until Cheval pointed yeah. out. So, i keep thinking about that and i'm like oh yeah that is exactly what's going on um but i thought it was just like a weird like abstract way of looking at it i'm like that shit's yeah. crazy but no <laughs> um either way it's cool but you know like we have that like mass murder scene which is also terrifying but yes. we haven't really had like explicit rape in a while in this capacity you know yeah. like we we did have charlotte um her, the whole scene with her dad and yeah, even guts is honestly rape you can argue like the scene with uh griffith yeah guts is right it reminds yeah. me a lot of like kind of the pre like reset um where we had that like young girl who like got stabbed and then got yes. turned into like a zombie and like where it's that thing where, like, you meet a young girl and you're like, this is not going to go well. Like, you and then just it know it's yeah. not going to go well. And and then it happens and you're like, okay. And, like, I, I feel like, you know, it, like, obviously it's like, oh, he does all the war crimes or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I think, like, you can still show that he's, like, raping women without, like, <laughs> going in that As hard, explicit but, as like, it is. Yeah, because... Yeah, like... I, you don't... I feel like you don't understand, like, how intense it is. Because there was some of this stuff where, like... Like, a lot of kids die graphically in Berserk, which I am, like, actually surprised some of it yeah. got printed. I don't actually don't think some of it could get printed in, like, yeah. modern printing standards. But the same goes with the assault stuff. Oh, well, like, it's, like... Uh, yeah. no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Like, do you think, like, it's uh, as, I was just like, thinking about, like, some, like... a. I was thinking about, like, more, like, adult manga, you know, like, a lot of seinen that is more action-y, and I'm like, would that be the case? But, like, a lot of the stuff I'm thinking of now, now that I think of it, like, mostly is older, and, like, it's not really, like, kids getting murdered as much. Right, right. Um, or, like, it's, like, a bunch of people and not just kids. Mira yeah. likes to kill just kids sometimes. Yeah, and he'll do it to show brutality. Um, like, he did it with the very first yeah, demon we ever met, yeah. the met, the snake dude or whatever. Like, he was eating children. Oh, that was his whole thing. You're totally right. Um, yeah, and then, yeah. which is, looking back on it, I'm like, 
I was a little anti-Semitic, actually. I can't remember. Yeah, what we, about that at the time, we didn't talk about like, it at the time. <laughs> the the weird lizard people thing. Yeah, um, and we we can go more in depth on that another time. It, it it comes because that yeah. does come back up. So there's there's some like anti-Semitic stuff where like it's one of that stuff is always weird to me because I feel like I've always known that that was like anti-Semitic mm-hmm. stuff, but I feel like it's gotten so far away mm-hmm. from the source material that some people just think it's like supernatural yeah. stuff, and like so. Like, right. that's just the thing, like, we can go more in-depth about it, but, like, people who don't know, like, whenever you see stuff about lizard people and stuff like that, that is directly anti-Semitic, like, conspiracy bullshit. And, like, yeah, YouTubers and stuff make jokes about it, because, oh, blah, 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 because they, they don't do their research or they don't care. Um, but that is a thing, right? And I, I don't know, like, that is, like, an anti-Semitic thing, too, like, ever so slightly. And then you have, like, these moments with him where it's, like, I feel like my problem with the way that Mira draws assault is, like, it's not enough to imply it for him, right? Or to show, like, you know, like, something terrible happening. I feel like he has to go as, like, extreme as he does. Because he always has, like, and this is going to sound, like, weird, but he always, like, because it is weird. He always has, like, these porn star positions going on in all of his rape scenes, right? And it's always, like, this thing where it's... You can't tell me he's not trying to be stimulating with it. And I feel, and, and like, I feel like yeah. he knows, and that's the thing. I feel like he knows the difference between the two. Because you have the scenes leading up to this assault where, like, she's getting her clothes ripped off. It's all these terrible, fa- like, men, like, making these terrible faces at her. And she's screaming. And, like, I feel like that would have been enough, right? Like, I don't think I need to see more than that. She's going to get assaulted and raped. But then, like, he takes it a step further and he did it in the previous rape scene, uh, which is earlier in this chapter. It's like a smaller panel, but there's like seven different like weird like porn star positions going on in these rape scenes. And I'm like, okay, Mira, like if you're trying to show disgust, and I know that sex is sex, right? But like you're trying to mm-hmm. show sex as a weapon, so that's why I don't understand why like all the women have perfect breasts and they're always like sleek and shiny, yeah. and, like it's hentai, like it's. It's it, it pisses me off because like I know what his intention yeah. is, but it's like he's playing into like I need to have all my women be beautiful and like even when they're being right. fucking assaulted, and yeah. I, I feel like that also is just the result of like a young man writing this kind of thing because like yeah I get it you don't want to see se- like sex is supposed to be this pleasurable thing but in this context it's not so I feel like this is when you need to remove that from it completely and if you're gonna have these scenes like if you're gonna be explicit why be that explicit right because i'm not saying you can't have rape scenes and things or like have those kind of things shown and i feel like that's not what either one of us is saying i think it's more so Mm -hmm. like it's the way he does it in my in my opinion Mm -hmm. like it's those very like porny like goggles he puts on everything because like Okay, she's already the farmer's daughter. You already got people who have weird thoughts about that, right? And then now she's got right. perfect breasts while she's getting raped by a monster. Like, I'm not entirely yeah. in perfect back muscles and she's sweating sensually. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on here? Like, It's really it's really tiring. And, like, I think you hit on, like, what the core issue is. Like, it's drawn to be titillating. It's drawn to be sensual in a weird way. And, like, while in some ways I think that could potentially, like, be a disconnect and be disconcerting for the reader, that's not what's happening. Like, it's being mm-hmm. depicted not, like, as a good thing, but, like, 
you know, there's nothing to, like, indicate necessarily that, like, uh, like, obviously everything is going on, but I was kind of talking about this with Sasha earlier about some other stuff where, like, Mm -hmm. there are things that are, like, catered towards a certain kind of person, right? And, like, for people who aren't versed in that, it just seems like a bad thing or, like, they're like, oh, well, it's actually about this and this is the deeper meaning to it. And I'm like, no, the deeper meaning is that, like, it's jack off material you know like that's yes. all it is and that's what bothers me about like these earlier scenes with Mira's stuff and i do feel like he starts to shift like somewhere yes a little yeah. bit later on later yeah. and you can start to see him like yeah much later much but you later. start to see like a shift in things you start to see like a little more grotesqueness you start to see like him toning it down in a way where it's not like taking away from like the horribleness of it it's just it's not as sexy not putting it through that same lens right yeah sorry i had to swallow some water um (laughs) but like with these scenes in particular like i think if this was drawn slightly differently like i think if it was it's almost not grotesque enough for me you know like you were saying like there's just too much polish to it which is why like i'm like oh this feels like porn like you said and like when i talk to people about it who, like, aren't used to, like, have not been in fandom, so do not know, like, about people who, like, enjoy rape porn and stuff yeah. like that, you know? Like, or, like, yeah, that's they a don't, thing. like, consume that kind of thing. Uh, to them, they're just like, yeah, it's just, like, a horrible thing, and they don't pick up on the context, even mm-hmm. though it's, like, kind of there, and they're kind of aware of it, and, like, I feel like this happens with a lot of stuff, but this is what I've really noticed with Berserk, is either it's people who enjoy this kind of thing, so they're going to justify it, or, and I'm not saying, like, they enjoy, like, rape necessarily. Yeah. It might just be that, like, something they, about it they it's, enjoy. It's thrilling to them, but they don't want to, like, admit that. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, they're, like, kind of wrestling with that. Or it's people who are, like, unversed in it. And those are the people who argue with me the most about it. Where they're like, no, it's like this. And I'm like, no, it's not. Um, it, it, <laughs> that's it's not literally it's like. drawn like, it's drawn like hentai. Like, I, f- I feel like that's the yeah. thing people don't understand. Like, and hentai has, like, very... Hentai has a look about it. Like, it's like how porn looks a certain way. Like, it it is directed a certain way. Like, it's like the, the shininess thing I talked about. That is not a yeah. thing that happens on women's bodies in this fucking manga, unless it's a sex scene. Or unless yeah. it's meant to be taken sensually. Like, Casca doesn't look like that it's all like, the time. like, oh, she's sweaty. And it's like... Mm. Yeah, like, did you need to do that? <laughs> like, like Casca doesn't look like that all the time. She only looks like that when she's naked. Yeah. Um... Like, and that's, like, the perfect example for that. Like, Casca is in the comic 95% of the time not naked. Looks fine. He dies her in weird positions sometimes, whatever. But, like, the way the tone of his drawing shifts when those things happen is, like, a note you should take. Because I, I, I get what you mean. Like, I get people who aren't, like, don't know that, right? Like, I guess if this is your first manga or something. I feel like this is, like, a thing that people give excuse to manga and anime for. Is yeah. they're like, oh, it's just... It's just weird. Like, that's just the art style, you know? Like, that's yeah. just what they do. Like, that's why it looks like that. No, that's not, no. like, a good excuse. Especially because there are mangas and anime who do have, like, assault plot lines and they don't, like, drag it out and make it, like, a like like a titillating thing. Like, I feel like that's just the perfect yeah. word for it, right? Like, it's, it's, it's not, like... And that's the thing, is I feel like people want to do it where they're like, well, that doesn't take away from the point. It does. It does kind of take away from the point. And yeah, it does. It's not like I don't get the point. I understand the point. Wild is equivalent to, and his group is equivalent to, like, Black Ops. Or, 
um, like mm-hmm. basically like like or if we're gonna take like actual like comic um, references like the X Force. They do shit that nobody mm-hmm. should be caught doing. They do like illegal shit. They do fucked up shit that is so bad the king doesn't even want to see it. Like that's right. the point. Like it's it's the equivalent to like military groups that nations have where they don't tell us what they're doing because it's like actual war crimes, right? There's other ways to convey that without having sexy farmer's daughter get sexy raped. Like that's not yeah. that's not the fucking move, right? Like right. for we have a contrasting fucking scene. You have a boy get raped at the beginning of this manga and it does not look like hentai. It doesn't. Uh, homeboy's uh homeboy who's the black stereotype his skin isn't glistening he doesn't have big pecs it's not any of that because it's supposed to be jarring and nasty and disgusting and it is i that is not carried out for a lot of the other assaults in this manga specifically towards women um none of the female assaults are treated like that it's not a thing where we flash to after the rape because that's what we did with guts if anybody forgot we the last thing we saw was him about to be raped and then the next day happened we did not actually see the assault take place. Mira, for some reason, shows us the assault take place with most women. Um, if not all we of know them. The reason. Yes, <laughs> and it's because it's supposed to be... It's misogynistic, and it's to... Basically, I want to draw naked women, even if it's at their fucking expense, right? So yeah. I, 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 I feel like what I, what I want people to, like... When I get mad about this stuff, I feel like... People are like, I feel like you can just easily misconstrue this as like, oh, you're a prude or whatever, right? And it's like, no, I'm not a fucking yeah. prude. Like, that's not what it is. I'm not saying don't put sex that's or rape or assault or any of those topics into your media. It's when that dichotomy is there for men and women and it's very obvious and it's mm-hmm. fueled by like, it, like, it's it's just like perverted at that point. Like, it is like, yeah. yeah, I'm mad at Wild, but I'm also mad at you for feeling like you had to explain Wild with a full page yeah rape scene like <laughs> that isn't like, like yeah a, like a full-on like as explicit as possible rape scene like yeah. it's it's so and, and even hell even before the, the 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 chapter before ends with him having an orgy and he's just throwing women around like objects and they all have the same body yeah. type they're all drawn like the woman who's in the rape scene so yeah. <laughs> like even though like we're assuming they're like prostitutes or something like we that. We don't even know. Like, they could be getting raped too. We don't, know. We don't fucking yeah. know. Like so like and he's choking one of them and then throws them to the side. And like that's the thing, is like that was also meant to show brutality, but at the same time we're showing a bunch of nice looking asses and vaginas and yeah. smooth bodies and everything. So I, I feel like as we're talking about this, I feel like if people like when people ask me my biggest thing about Berserk, like a problem I have with it. This is one of them. Like, the way women's assault is treated in this is, like, inexcusable, especially when you see how, like, the male characters are treated with their assaults. Like, it's either not shown, or it's like, look at what he did, look at him uh, self-harm himself in this river afterwards, and then, you know, yeah, ones we haven't even seen yet, or every time Casca gets her shirt ripped off, it's like, oh, look at these titties! It's like... And then she's fine. Oh my god! Yeah, and then she's okay. It's it's fine. We yeah. get one of those moments in like two chapters. Like it's. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 sorry, just I, I feel like this is like the root no, of good. like this is like one of those things where like people give anime a pass and manga mm-hmm. a pass for things. I feel like Berserk was doing the work to have that effect like back in the day. Like this is the type yeah. of shit people were just like, that's just manga. That's just the Japanese art. We don't know. And it's like no, dude. Like. 
other people are doing it in different ways. Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be like this. Yeah, it really doesn't. And, like, I think... I think one of the, like, very frustrating things for me with this is, like... Like you said, like, we see stuff with the guys all the time. Where, or not all the time, but several times. We've seen at several points with the guys where it's, like, here's this respectful thing. Or, like, you know, here's a horrible event. Here's how they dealt with it. And you're like, oh, it's a very human response, you know? But, like, the women aren't given a chance to really have a human response to it for the most part. Charlotte kind of is because she was traumatized afterwards. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, we don't really see that for the most part. We don't get to see her, like, recover from her dad, like, molesting her. We don't get mm -hmm. to see her, like, struggle with, like any part of that it's just kind of like she it's a part of her and we're aware of it and it's a little bit handled in the stuff with Casca but not by a lot and like I don't know if if any of you think we're being like who are new who think we're being like really picky about this we've talked about this at several different points in the manga where mm -hmm. how Mira treats women how he draws women how he treats sexual assault when it comes to women and it's always this consistent thing of we wish he would treat it seriously the same way he treats, like, guts as rape, which yeah. is very serious. Has long-lasting repercussions. He's still dealing with, like, the effects yeah. of PTSD. And, and it's well that's done. That's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. well done. Griffith is also dealing with the effects of PTSD. It's pretty well done. Yeah. It's not, like, likable, which is good because it makes him a more interesting character in a lot yes. of ways. But, like, yeah. it's done well. Casca doesn't get that. Charlotte doesn't really get that. No. And, like, honestly, like, a lot of the other women we see raped are killed. And so we'd never get that from them yeah. either. Also, yeah. they're minor characters. So there's there's some stuff later that I can think of yeah. where I'm like, yeah. this is getting better. And... I feel yeah, like he hit yeah. the shift in it where he was like maybe getting older, maybe starting to like change some of his like scripting, maybe just, you know, just realizing yeah. things that he wanted to like convey were not being conveyed because like I like I don't like I think obviously he did intentionally create these scenes this way. Right. Yeah. But I do also think that like as a young, assumedly straight man, like that's what you're kind of given a lot of the time, you know, like yes, presented yeah. as like a normal thing in like movies and shit. So why wouldn't you emulate that in your work if yeah. you don't have a lot else to work off of? And then as you get older, you start getting more to work off of and you're like, oh, I could do this instead and not be like a hack about it, you know? Yeah. And so I do think that is part of it. Like, I'm not, like, being like, oh, well, it's just, like, <laughs> you know, like, the cultural landscape of, like, the world oh, I love or whatever. I, yeah, like, and, and it's not even me being, like, oh, in Japan, blah, blah, blah. It's me being like, no, like, in media, women are often depicted as, like, being assaulted regularly. Absolutely. And the damsel in distress thing goes further than just yeah. being captured. Like, it's... It's it's There's so fucked lot. up. It, it's it, and that's the thing, right? Like it's one of those things where like I'm not picking. I am picking on mirror, right? But at the same time, I'm picking on like, like that is like you said, a big trope in media is like that's how a lot mm -hmm. of things are handled. And like every time I'm reading this comic, especially the early chapters, I'm like, how old is he when he was writing this? He's in the early twenties, right? And yeah. I've we've everybody's read art from somebody who's grown with their art. Like that's how a lot of manga go. Like a lot of manga, some mangakas start when they're pretty young and they're still going into their forties and fifties. And that's why the shit changes. For example, the one we're reading, Berserk, 
wildly different compared to how it started from yeah, from yeah, the people right. that have from people who have already caught up it's completely different than when it started and it's because he's writing it until he's like 50 so like i feel like this is more of an example of like where were his writer chops when he was in his early 20s mm-hmm. and what were his media influences as far as like yeah what was he trying to portray and like yes he was trying to portray trauma something terrible happening but what were his media examples at the time what, exactly. How yeah. do I show something terrible? Uh, assault and with a woman because people will feel bad for the woman, but let me kill her off yeah. afterwards too because that'll make it even worse. Because, um, light yeah, spoiler. It's just yeah. yeah, all those women that were raped in this last scene are also murdered and used as props in the next chapter. So, like, that's the thing, right? Like, it's not yeah. like. I'm not saying, like, Mira solely came up with these ideas in his head, like you said, right? But I'm also not going to do this thing where it's like. Those are just the times. It's a problem with media. It's it, it it is like just what they choose to do with female characters, especially right. around this time with a lot of mangas. I feel like these are the moments where we like are on board with this comic, but then there are just things that happen where we're like, dude, like, like, and, and I get it. This is like a systemic issue. Like women are treated like shit in media. Like even to this day, as much as people like to complain about, there's too many women. And, in media now and why is the main character female and why are there trans women and things like people like to complain about all that shit whatever women are still treated like shit in the majority of media as like props and as there's a term called fridging that has been you know running rampant in recent years Um, (laughs) so i don't know a lot you're welcome (laughs) and and it's appropriate for this for this manga and other mangas right so i don't know it's one of those things where wild serves his purpose and i get why he's there but the graphic depictions of rape that have like tones of pornography, I just feel it's like, why are we why why are we doing this? Like why are we, yeah. why are we indulging in the rape of a character that you only created to get raped? Like yeah. yeah, and it's just it's just lazy after a point, you know. Like you just hit a point with that kind of thing, and you're like. You know, like, a lot of the criticisms I have for Chainsaw Man, this is just a lazy way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, obviously, there's all, like, the other critiques we have about it. But, like, one of the reasons it just sucks is because it doesn't mean anything. You know, yes. like, it doesn't have the meaning that it wants to have. Yeah. It's very empty because it's it undercuts itself by being sexy yeah. instead of being a horrific event. And, and Which is then, why Guts stuff hits differently and Griffith's shit hits differently because it's not porn. So. Exactly. And I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's so many examples of assault scenes and things that are good and bad these days that it's easy to tell the difference. Like most, uh, the last couple movies or things I've seen where there were assault scenes were handled in a way where I could, I could tell it was done for like an effect or whatever, but it wasn't like this where it was like, like yeah. I'd be, I'd be hard pressed to find a movie that has a rape scene in it that is like this, like, pornographic if that makes sense right like from what i've seen in movies personally now if somebody has a correction please tell me about it so i don't have to watch it but i haven't like it's one of those things where like i know this can be done better and this isn't the way to do it if that makes sense yeah yeah i i mean like yeah, like we get like Game of Thrones TV stuff, but that's oh, like that's the kind number of one the offender. That that's it the, is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the same. That's what this is the, the level this is on to me, which is why I don't like it because it's pointless. It feels Thank bad. You. That is the number not, one offender. It doesn't give in, any impact. Mainstream media yeah. is the best example of this, as far as that was Game of Thrones. A lot of those rape scenes are very sexualized, um, 
and I mean, they're just like, straight up. It's just porn. The, it's like it's like straight yeah. up porn. And listen, like, I get you can't it. It's, watch it around your parents, kind of shit. I get it. It's HBO. They have sex scenes and stuff. Sex scenes are great. If your rape scene is porn, you should probably question what the fuck you're doing, right? And yeah. if the, if the source material that was written by George R. R. Fucking Martin wasn't even as ham fisted then maybe you should probably rethink how you did your sex, your rape scene. Like, I don't... (laughs) No. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, to this day, the um, Cersei uh, rape scene between her and her man, or whatever, um, the fact that it was a rape scene in the TV show, and it wasn't a rape scene in the book, is where I was like, I'm good on this TV show. Because in the book, it was not that. It was the exact opposite. And then in the TV show, I guess they were like, we're on HBO, let's just do some nasty shit. So, yeah. I remember people, like, being mean to me because I stopped watching after the Red Wedding shit because Mm -hmm. I was like, this is nothing. This is excessive. This is not doing anything for me. Especially especially because they, they, once again, another thing, they made more extreme. Yeah, (laughs) and people got mad at me and, like, made fun of me for it. And I was like... I'm sorry I don't like your little TV show anymore. It just isn't that for me. Like, I enjoyed a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I watched for a very long time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, this is where, like, the buck stops for me. I don't want to keep going. And yeah. that's fine. I don't know why you're, like, clowning on me for it and acting like I'm being super sensitive. Yeah. So and... I sat through a lot of shit at this point. Oh, there were some terrible you know? things that happened before that. There were there were awful scenes in that show before that. And I had sat through a lot and I just got to that point and I was like, this is the most senseless, like not plot relevant shit I have like seen up until this point. And like yeah. it, that was kind of around the time I was starting to like be a little more critical about the media I was consuming and I was just like, you know what? I don't want to watch this anymore. And I totally understand. And Red Wedding is one of those things where I hate the effect that had on the way people perceive media, right? Because I feel like now some TV shows aim for like an event in the season of their show. Or they aim for like the shock factor thing. And the Red Wedding has its effects on the show, right? The whole point of it, spoilers, if you haven't seen God, God of War, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones or whatever... Long story short, there is a massacre that happens that kills, like, half of the cast. It completely shifts part of the story because there are people that we assumed were, like, main characters and shit like that. And this is just the thing. And it's, like, this big shock moment, right? In the TV show, they took liberties and made it a lot more gruesome than it was in the book. Um, Even though the plot, I think the plot, um, like, with the fallout from it is the same, right? But even in the book, it wasn't really, like, good, and I know a lot of yeah. people will hate that, right? Like, I didn't think it was good because it was one of those things right. where, like, I feel like people don't see some of this writing for what it is, is that your plot has reached a wall. What do you do as a writer? No, I'm not going to move the plot forward. I'm going to have some shit happen that is so absolutely batshit insane that the plot has to change and the reader just has to go along with it. Yeah. And now I feel like the TV version of that has turned into, has gotten even more boiled down to... People are going to watch this season of the show. We have to have some absolutely fucking insane shit happen in it um, that is just gratuitous. Not because it advances anything, but because we need people to go online and tweet about it and go, did you see that pregnant woman get stabbed and then dude get his throat slit? And then, and then, and then, and then. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, God, Game of Thrones had so many weird ripple effects on 
on like TV media. It's in like bad it really ways. Really did. <laughs> yeah. Like I, even with the ending it had, and with how people were just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not even going to talk about this show anymore. Like it died. In, like, a lot of people hated it. Impressive. I was like, what the fuck? Because like I think around that time. Like, around when it, like, had really faded out was when I started working at Hot Topic. And I, like, realized, like, there was no merch at all for Game of Thrones. Amazing. And that was insane to me because it's Hot Topic. They, like, run shit into the ground. Yeah. Nothing. It was fucking crazy. It's so it's so it wild, and to, to this day, I'm I still don't see the point in. I know Game of Thrones is the one the first one to do it, so like I don't see the point in having something based off of source media, and mm-hmm. the source media is not fucking finished. I don't get it. I think it's money hungry. I think it's just a way to keep something going so you can make cash off of it. Um, mm-hmm. That's why they're making the prequel uh, TV show right now. Like, it's just shit to keep shit going for the sake of it. And the fact that George R. Mm-hmm. R. Martin was just along for the ride for it is also disappointing because it shows how much worth he sees in it too. He hasn't even fucking finished the he next book. He doesn't care. He doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care. And I feel like that's that's the hard truth that I feel like a lot of like people who are like, we need that next book, bro. He does not. I really feel like he doesn't, he doesn't care. Shit. It's already ended yeah. in a lot of other people's eyes. Like he he. It's ended. Like, that was the ending, or one of his endings he had. You kind of take all the gas out of your fucking tank when you do that. Like, why would you want to finish it at that point? Like, yeah. so, I, I don't also, know. Like, people hated it so much. Like, if any of those elements was in his thing, they would be like, why is this here? I fucking hate this. Like, exactly. I, I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Like, I don't like George R. R. Martin. I want to make that absolutely yeah. clear. But, like, I feel like a little bit bad for him in that respect because like as a creator as a writer as an artist like you Mm -hmm. you have this work that potentially had some of that stuff in it and then you saw the reaction to it because it was handled so poorly absolutely and also it sucked (laughs) and you're just like fuck okay why would i put this out why would i think of another thing it's just gonna feel tacked on you know like i i think there's just like there's a lot of theories behind that, you know, but like, I really just feel like he should move on at this point. I think, yeah, I think, I think he, he kind of has. Be, <laughs> yeah, he's written well, several I books. Think, I think book writers should be able to detach themselves from series in the way, same way comic writers can, you know, because yeah, like, I feel like with comics, it's a little more acceptable to like end a run of something and just mm-hmm. be like, we're not doing this anymore, either because you're not getting funded anymore or because like, you don't want to do it no more. You know, yeah. like it's, it happens sometimes and it's sad and I don't like when it happens. Usually sometimes I'm thankful cause I don't yeah. have to hear about it anymore, but you know, like for the most, like, you know, like with my hero, <laughs> but like in general, I just think it should be more acceptable for artists to be like, this is not a work that I want to put anything into anymore. And maybe I will someday, but for right now I'm not going to. And yeah. I think that should be more accessible acceptable for book series but book fans are so fucking weird book fans i feel like book fans now now i feel like just because we're also aggressive like in other media we're also aggressively used to getting things very often they're like mm-hmm. i always thought it was weird that people were on george R. R. martin's dick for the next book because i was mm-hmm. like do y'all know how writing works like people don't usually pop a bunch yeah. of books out like 
the Twilight writer did and shit. Like, that's not what people usually do. That used to be looked down upon. Yes. In, like, book stuff. And it now y'all... Like, why are you doing it so quick? And now we're the most popular books on TikTok. Motherfuckers, you have, like, 30 books on a goddamn shelf, and you can go read all of them in a day. Okay. So... Colleen Hoover, Jesus Christ. Yes, Colleen Hoover. So that's who, exactly who I was thinking of. So <laughs> I, I don't... I, I don't know, man. I... I see stuff that, like... It's just one of those things where, like, these, these big... Me like big, big pieces of media, whether it's Game of Thrones or Berserk, I feel like they've mm-hmm. developed tropes that have gotten the tropes have gotten worse over time, right? Yeah. Like I feel like even Game of Thrones is like you know I feel like it was always a what shocking thing is going to happen in this episode kind of mm-hmm. a thing, right? And we've already seen several shows try to just bite off of Game of Thrones completely, or you know promote themselves as like this is the most intense thing you're going to see, right? And I feel like that's just bad for a lot of, like, stories. Because I feel like some of those things are, like... Like, especially if you think it was, like, a book. Like, you were trying to tell this big story, and now you're boiling it down to, uh... Yeah, this one guy gets his head crushed in some dude's hand, and it's really funny to see. I feel like that's just, like, all right, well, then... I'll just go watch, like, fucking Live Leak videos or play Mortal Kombat, if that's the case. Like, what the fuck am I... Yeah, play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like, like, what the fuck is the point? So, I, um... I don't know. I, I This is one of those moments where I was reading this part of Berserk specifically, and I was like, yeah, this sucks, but I really am still going to keep reading it because, um, you know, I want to see how it changes over time because I feel mm-hmm. like that's what keeps me going sometimes with Berserk is like, I know, I feel I'm, I'm decades, yeah, we're decades behind at this point. Like, the point that we're at yeah. in the comic is like years <laughs> yeah. behind what's happening now. And I think it's interesting to see how a male writer in his early 20s like how he may have shifted his writing style over time because i feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes when we talk about art we kind of say like well men can't write this perspective they're all bad at it and like i feel like that's giving men slack like oh they're just bad at it because they're raised that way and that's how they see a lot of things so male gaze blah 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 and i feel like that's not like a gender-based thing i feel like it's like based on your experience as a writer like it has nothing to do with women who write absolute dog shit like Colleen and, Hoover. And they know? write terrible like, women. Oh my god. Do you mean there's oh women who god. write bad women? Uh JK Rowling? So I mean, yeah. What do you it's, mean like, <laughs> it's misogynistic. What? <laughs> women could do oh bad things god. for women? Oh my god. What? So so I don't know. I, I feel like that's why I keep liking to like read this is because I feel like we've kind of like some people like to pigeonhole a lot of art like that. And I've seen these opinions mm-hmm. where they're like, Oh, it was written by a white dude, it was written by this, so that's why it's not it doesn't have that perspective or that's why it's not as good as such and such. And I'm like, that's giving the writer an excuse. And I feel like we're going to see things from Miro where it's like, Oh, he did improve on that. Did he retcon that old thing? No, because it's still his writing. And I feel like part of this journey is seeing not, not even Miro specifically, but like how a manga writer can grow their character development and shit, because we're still, we're still not past some shit that we both think is like egregious. Like we're, we're not even all the way past this stuff and we're not going to be past it for quite a while. So, I'm still, like, I, I just want to, like, put that out there. Like, I feel like, you know, part of it is seeing how writers develop despite, like, our preconceptions about, like, you know, oh, he's going to be a shitty writer because he's a dude. And it's like, well, yeah, and no. Like, I guess if we're going to be that lazy about it, then we could just say, like, yeah, every every male writer writes women terrible, end of story. Like, and that's just, like, unfair yeah. to the reader themselves, so. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Like, there are... And sure, there are no. I'm kidding. No, there are men who write women well. They're somewhere and you can tell they're like they're they're out there. Could I give you a name right now? No, but oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh no, 
they're, they're somewhere I'm out there. I'm looking. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. And you're like, I don't know. But like, I I have consumed works at some point in time where I'm like, this was pretty well done. I can accept this, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, is that usually when a woman writes it? Yeah, definitely. But like, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally it's when it is a man. And so like, I think giving people that excuse is kind of like the in line with like artists who don't draw fat people and people making an excuse of like, Oh, well like it's different. It's hard. Like they don't have to do it. And I'm like, no, they don't have to do it, but like, it's lazy. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about this too, where it's like, you don't have to write good women, but you're being lazy. Like you could, if you really wanted to, but you won't. So that's what it boils down to for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's well said. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, well, duh, but I'd like to see more out of the things I consume. So, yeah, I, I expect more from you because I, I think you are, like, a good author, a good writer, artist, whatever, and I trust you to a degree, but if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can prove me wrong all day long. Yeah, but yeah I just won't be reading anymore. <laughs> exactly. I won't be reading anymore, but, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I I don't know. So so next time on Berserk, we we will see more of Wilde and his boys, um, sadly. Oh. Yes. Um, we actually, he's going to be here for a minute. Th- this next part is crazy. Um, it's got some cool action scenes. It's got a few things I really don't fucking like either. So, um, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be I'm plenty really to talk like, about. Yeah. God, I think we have at least like 20 chapters left of just like stuff that I'm genuinely not really looking forward to. For yeah. The, most part. the next, and like, yeah, there's some yeah. good shit, but honestly, the next, honestly, I would say like, 30 to 40 chapters is probably going to be a little bit of a rough ride for us. So. Yeah. If, if you guys, if you guys were used to the hiatus or things like kind of taking a little bit of a slower turn, cause Oh, it's just, it's just got killing some dudes and Oh yeah. Sex with Casca. And it's all, yeah, that all ends. It, it's starting yeah. to, it's going to get rough yeah. after this. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you, if you were missing action happening, uh, you're in luck because there's so much happening and, a lot of it sucks. So, not great welcome stuff. back to Berserk, everyone. Uh, we back. had a nice break. We had a good break, but Mir's back, back, baby. Um, we're back. <laughs> it's like it's so funny saying that because like Guts has been killing people this whole time. No, he has. Like, we he had has. It with like the jailkeeper, or you know, the torture guy. We had like the obviously very horrible thing with Griffith, but then yes. like looking forward, I'm like, you know what? That was great. It gets worse. I would love to go. I'd love to go back to that. that would it, gets, be awesome. it somehow gets even. <laughs> worse so yeah. i mir is good at that <laughs> mir is good at that i i still recommend yeah and at the end of the day i still recommend berserk if you're interested while we're reading this or have watched any of this and you're like yeah i want to pick it up I, hey go ahead and read it um, pick it up read it with us go to the read berserk website i still think it's i think it's awesome to collect it because it's just really well made i mean you can kind of see in the background i have most of them back there but even if you do um, individual volumes they they're pretty easy to come by now and they're pretty good quality yes and they're much cheaper too there's a lot more of them but they are cheaper so um that is a way to get into it have a bookcase ready if you're gonna do that but yeah yeah oh absolutely um so we'll we'll be back next time with wild um and the band of the hawk getting chased by wild obviously um, we will also will be back with some more Bunny Trails episodes as well. Um, a couple of one of them was probably recorded during this episode. Probably. So, um, we talked about a lot of shit on accident. Yeah, t- talked a lot about stuff on accident. So, um, yeah, no, but, uh, hey guys, feel free to reach out to us. I finally have our, um, social media stuff on the actual video page. So 
if you guys are watching, it's all there. You have no excuses. But I'm going to say it anyway because I need to say this. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. By the way, we are officially on TikTok. We're posting TikToks all the time. We have funny little clips mm-hmm. on there and stuff. And So if you guys want to share that. We also have that, a Tumblr officially. It's yes, we have a Tumblr. Up. Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram are going to be our main places. Um, Twitter. Only check Twitter for updates on if we're not recording or if an episode is out. Um, the engagement on Twitter is so in the shitter at the point, at, at this moment, that I don't see the point in continuing to um, yeah. spread um, information on there, mostly because nobody's seeing it. Like, it, it's gotten to the point where Twitter is only promoting stuff by people with check marks, whether they be bot check marks or the legacy check marks they're about to get rid of, possibly. Um, so I would just put that out there. Just put notifications on for that. We will not tweet from that very often. Just to let you know. Um, so yeah, our TikTok is... Oh wait, I actually have the screen pulled up. I actually know where it is. <laughs> our, our Twitter... Well, our Twitter is let's, unpack, let's underscore unpack underscore it. Our Insta is unpack that pod. Our um, TikTok is another berserk pod. And our email is we're packing it at gmail.com. You can also support us through Anchor um, through the link in our description. We have a couple people who send us monthly... Um, um, fees and we really really appreciate you guys thank you so much we actually just recently made that donation to buckle bunnies that we meant to make before added a few bucks yes. to it as well so that donation thank was made guys. thank you guys so much um just to let y'all know that the donation was officially made so yes. we couldn't have helped you guys we couldn't help do that without you guys so thank you all so much for donating that money thank you very very much um and yeah so yeah just keep 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 in touch um yeah go ahead our Tumblr is also we're unpacking it at uh, dot Tumblr.com. Yes, yes, that one is also we're right. unpacking it. Yes, that that one is also going to have episodes up there. We'll have updates there, different stuff that'll be retweeted. If you want to be like more interactive, I would say check on us more on uh, TikTok and sorry, um, more on Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and all those places probably. Um, but yeah, so we're we're really trying to get better on the social media stuff just because we want more people to see us and you know, see we the like podcast. Too. Yeah. We like talking to everybody. So yeah, like drop a comment or whatever. Um, I, I'll, I realize I forget to say this during most podcasts, but if you're on like Spotify or iTunes or whatever, go ahead and get the podcast a rating. That does help us out a lot. As far as like other people who want to like be interested in like media analysis or berserk stuff, they can find this podcast. It'll be more recommended to them. So if you have those systems in your, whatever you're listening to this through, go ahead and send us a rating. We really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, um, been having a lot of fun. I've been reading more Berserk. I actually took a break for a little bit because I was reading Chainsaw Man, but I got back to it and I'm looking forward to recording some more. So really happy to see that you guys are enjoying all the stuff we're putting out and can't wait to share more with y'all. We'll see you guys next time and catch you online, hopefully at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Catch you online. Um, we should have, I don't know. We might have a, we might have a, um, a Twitch stream coming up soon, but just check our Twitter and stuff for that stuff. We'll we'll yeah. update you guys on that. But yeah, um, thanks for tuning in to episode thirty um, five. I think five. I got it right this time. Yes, thirty five yeah. of uh, Let's Unpack That. We'll see you guys next time for episode thirty six. Or if you're extra cool, we'll see you for the uh, Bunny Trails episode. But yeah, Woo-hoo. catch you guys next yeah. time. See ya.
Game, game, game over! over.